Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 49 of Outspoken. I just slept for 13 hours. (laughs) I feel like I'm living in a whole different reality right now. So uh, excuse me. I've just been traveling and the time difference has messed me up. I haven't been sleeping. It's just a mess over here. It is just one big mess. I'm a mess. So um, bear with me. But today we're gonna have a chill day because I'm tired. I'm sure you're tired. We're all tired. Last month or two months ago, I did a whole episode about Am I the Asshole? And you guys loved it. So I'm bringing it back. We're going to do a part two of Am I the Asshole? And we've got some really, really great stories here from the subreddit. If you don't know what it is, there's a whole subreddit where people tell stories about something and they ask if they're the asshole for whatever they did. And then we're also going to be reading some LGBTQ stories at the end of the episode as well. So if any of you want to submit any of your LGBTQ stories, you know, whether that's coming out stories, scary stories, uh, surgery stories, whatever it is, you can email them to outspokensam at gmail.com. And I might read one of yours at the end of an episode. So that being said, let's just get right into this. I want to start off with this one because there's a lot of LGBTQs who listen to this podcast. So this one caught my eye. Am I the asshole for outing my ex as gay to get his mother off of my back? Now, we all know that outing people against their will is not very nice. But, you know, let's see this story. So this girl is 25 and her ex-boyfriend is 28. And it says, it's a long and sucky story, but my soon-to-be ex is gay and hid that from me. I found out because I caught him cheating. And he as much as admitted that he knew he wasn't attracted to me that way. But he wanted kids and a normal life. I don't care that he's gay, but I'll never forgive him for leading me on so he could use me to have his kids. So it's over. End of story. The problem is that his family are fundamentalist nutjobs, except for a few members, and his mother is the interfering mother-in-law from hell. Not being related to her anymore is another plus to leaving. His family doesn't believe in divorce, so under the guise of picking up some paperwork and other items I'd found that were my exes, she cornered me about how I'm being childish, and marriage is about commitment, forgiveness, and working through problems, etc. It became apparent that my ex didn't tell his family that he cheated. He told his mom I was divorcing him because we weren't having sex often enough for me. I tried to be patient and explain that he had cheated, and that's why. I wasn't going to get into greater detail because I know how his parents are, and it's none of their business. Mother-in-law's advice, I kid you not, was that men are just that way, and if I wanted to have sex more, and for him not to stray, that I should make myself more attractive to my husband and be a better wife. I lost the plot completely. It had been a sad and hard day already, and that was the last straw. Here's where I might be the asshole. I told her that the only thing that would make me more attractive to my ex would be a sex change operation, and then I hoped he and his boyfriend adopted her some grandchildren so she could finally shut the hell up about it. <laughs> Not my finest moment, <laughs> but she just hit the worst and rawest nerve she could have, and I exploded. It's evidently turned into a huge family drama. He's probably going to be disowned, and my ex called me sobbing that I've ruined his life out of spite. I don't really know how to feel about it. I do feel bad for him that his parents are such awful people and that there were just no good outcomes for him. But I also feel like he made his own bed here, too. And then the OP made an edit 
addressing some of the comments because people were talking about uh, him getting hurt by his family violently or whatever and she just said that there's almost no chance of violence his families are fundies but not the violent ones they're more of a mormon shunning type and uh that he knew he was gay since before he met me so it wasn't a new discovery or admission to himself uh he has a boyfriend that he's been dating since six months before we were married i went through his computer after catching them in the act and kicking him out and found message messenger logs and other evidence going back to before he started dating me he literally set this up so he could have a nice mormon family on the surface to keep his family happy that's it he never loved me at all i was just the first girl to express a, a sustained interest so those were just a couple of details that people probably you know pointed out before but from first glance i don't think she's the asshole at all because he knew that he was gay like she already said but she, he wanted to use her to impress his family and have like the normal life or whatever um and i'm i'm really not a big fan of outing people against their will obviously like i don't like to be outed against my will that shit pisses me the fuck off but if you're gonna cheat on who you're with and like have a whole fake relationship and essentially just use someone and use her for children and it's just, it's just fucking that's fucked up you don't do that to someone people aren't just like accessories that you have on the side to impress people with that's not what other people are for so that's fucked up i don't think she's the asshole and a couple of these comments i'll read as well somebody said probably unpopular opinion but not the asshole you got pushed into a corner and blamed for the demise of the relationship which was ultimately because of his dishonesty you didn't do it maliciously he also wasted years of your life for selfish reasons and i personally could never forgive that and then there was an edit to this comment it says op was being constantly harassed blamed and basically defamed because of her ex blamed her for everything it wasn't malicious to out him and he should have taken more accountability for his role in all of this and i agree with that honestly uh if you're mad sometimes you can just lash out like that and especially the fact that he lied to his mom about like that that's such a weird thing to lie about oh we uh we're breaking up because i don't give her enough sex the first of all that's a lie second of all you're like defaming her name essentially by lying about her it's just not a, it's not a very nice thing to do and then somebody else said i think this is where i am all he had to do is tell his family it wasn't working and they made their decision instead he let them drag her to save himself yeah exactly nah this guy <laughs> this guy is uh i just he's the asshole so we have another one right here it says am i the asshole for not defending my wife at the dinner table and it says my wife who is 27 female and me, 36 male, were having Thanksgiving dinner at my parents' house last Thursday. My wife has this weird habit of eating with a teaspoon all the time instead of a regular spoon. So when she and my mom were setting the table, she took a teaspoon for herself. Anyways, when she was eating with it, my dad pointed it out to her and asked, why on earth are you eating with that tiny spoon? You know, eating in tiny mouthfuls isn't going to help you lose the extra pounds you have. I saw it as a harmless joke at the time and laughed along with it. <laughs> So did my wife at the time, but when we were going back home, she seemed annoyed with me. And at first, I didn't get why until she told me it was because I let my dad joke about her weight and didn't defend her. She's had some trouble with her weight lately, but I didn't think she'd get so angry over the joke. At the time, she seemed chill about the joke, and it really seemed harmless. If someone joked about me th that way, I wouldn't take it to heart. Personally, I don't think her reaction was reasonable, and I don't get why she's annoyed at me for it. This guy should, um... This guy should just go suck a dick. Why would you ever laugh at that? <laughs> I think this guy's the asshole. The thing is, like, whoa, if someone okay, I'm just thinking, like, if you were at if you were at Thanksgiving dinner with your your partner and someone like made a joke about their weight and you know that your partner is insecure about your their weight, or if they're underweight or overweight, 
first of all, they're just not really funny jokes. They've never been, I mean, I've never found them funny. Like, you know, when people say uh, to really skinny people, like, you should go eat a burger. It's like, wow, that's hilarious. Like, we couldn't observe that that person is skinny. Haha, <laughs> yeah, they probably do eat burgers and it probably doesn't do anything. Um, same with fat jokes. And it's, it's like, if they say something like, uh, don't eat the whole turkey. Like, wow, that's so funny. Thanks for pointing out their weight. Like, we couldn't already tell. It's just never, I don't know. I never found those jokes funny. Also, why would you do that at, the, at dinner? First of all, that's not an appropriate joke to make. And second of all, especially in that context, in that at Thanksgiving dinner, that's so fucking weird. She probably laughed because she was uncomfortable because she's not going to sit there and like argue with them at dinner because then it'll cause a whole thing. So she probably just laughed at it uncomfortably. Uh, I'd probably laugh at it because I'd be so shocked that someone would ever say something like that to me. It would be an angry laugh. It wouldn't be. A, it wouldn't be a good laugh. It would be, haha, wow, you're so fucked up, and I hate you. Like I'm just trying to think if someone said that to my partner at Thanksgiving dinner, I would probably. <laughs> that would not be pretty. Take a whole turkey leg, throw it at his fucking face. You want to talk shit? Make a joke about his age or something, or like his height really really get him going you know that would uh no 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 you don't do that <laughs> anyways so somebody said you're the asshole you and your dad insulting someone while laughing isn't a joke it's just an insult hey i mean that's true just because you say it's a joke doesn't mean it's a joke i could literally sit here and say something whatever the fuck i want and be like relax it's a joke somebody else said hey another teaspoon user here and nothing to do with my weight you're the asshole because you one laughed when someone mocked your wife two did not slap down that quote-unquote joke yeah agreed no also why do you care if she eats food with a teaspoon is that like her preferred way of eating she likes a small teaspoon maybe she doesn't want to have a giant you know those giant fucking spoons i like to use teaspoons when i eat things like cereal you know, like a small teaspoon. Why would I use a tablespoon for that? I don't know. I feel like that's just too much cereal in my mouth at one time. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. This guy sucks. I want to... This guy fucking sucks. This next one says, Am I the asshole for blurting out a secret my best friend told me? After she sent the voice memos, I sent her to my boyfriend. So yesterday, my boyfriend did something that really hurt me. And since it was the second time he did that in a short time, it hurt even more. We had to talk about this type of behavior before and how it really hurts me. Back then, he promised it'll never happen again. Well, it did. I didn't confront him immediately since I would have been talking from a place of hurt and anger, and I feel like it's important to cool off and think rational again before you confront somebody. So I just left his place and told him that we'll talk tomorrow. I was very hurt and cried a lot. I sent my best friend several voice messages explaining the situation and what he did to hurt me so much and how I feel. I wasn't being nice in my voice messages. I was angry and hurt and honestly pissed off that he hurt me once again with the same thing he promised not to do again. I didn't insult him or anything. I was just seriously questioning my relationship and saying that it feels like he doesn't care about me at all. My best friend and boyfriend have been friends for a long time. I've met him through her. She kind of took his side and told me that he's under a lot of stress right now, that he's a nice guy and that I shouldn't be so harsh, which honestly made me even more sad. I didn't expect her to tell me to just suck it up. She told me that I need to talk to him about it and let him know what he did wrong. I told her I will, but that I need some time to cool off before talking to him. So, somehow, between all of this, she decided that he needs to know right now and sent him the voice messages. She didn't tell me anything about it. I only realized when I was at her place to have coffee with her and her boyfriend, and my boyfriend stormed in, asking me why I would gossip with his friends about him. 
I only talked to my best friend about it. We didn't gossip, I just told her what happened and how it made me feel. I told him to calm down and ask what he's talking about. My best friend suddenly blurted out that she sent him the messages and that she's sorry, but he deserves to know what's happening in our relationship. I was pissed. Pissed like I never been before. Of course he deserves to know, but he deserves to hear it from me. Not words coming from a place of anger, hurt, and pain. And that's why I needed time to cool off. I told her that she's being way out of line and that what she did really sucked and that she's not really being a good friend right now. I trusted her with my feelings and she just went and sent all of it to my boyfriend. She told me it's just so important to be honest with each other in a relationship. That tipped me over the edge, and I blurted out something that she had been keeping from her boyfriend for years. A secret that directly affects him and he deserves to know as well. I know I shouldn't have done that. You don't fight fire with fire. But honestly, in that moment I couldn't believe her hypocrisy, and was just really hurt about her using my trust like this. I feel like I wasn't doing the right thing but I also feel like it was justified. So am I the asshole for blurting out her secrets? My immediate answer is no, because what she did was fucked up. Honestly, that's weird. Um, if you're like, why would you send complete voice messages to the boyfriend? It sounds like such an immature thing to do because that's what you do, right? You vent to your friends about things and stuff like that because you trust your friends and you're going to say everything that you're feeling to your friends, especially if you can't say it to your partner or whoever hurt you in that moment. You want to go to your friends with that and for someone to break that trust and literally send messages those personal messages that were for her to the boyfriend nah that's fucked up that's a break of trust it's just weird that she said like he deserves to know and stuff like that and no shit that's not your relationship for you to go tell him information that she told you that's not your relationship now nah, she sounds like an idiot honestly um I think it's fine that she blurted out the secret too because she's also being a hypocrite by saying like you have to be honest in your relationship uh and he has to know whatever so by that logic i mean if you're saying that then you shouldn't be i mean then you should be okay with that secret coming out why are you holding a secret from your boyfriend if uh you're so honest and everything like that so someone said i'm going with not the asshole it's the high horse she's sitting on with being open and honest while lying and scheming to keep her own shitty behavior hidden the holier than thou attitude is a major pet peeve of mine could be why i judge not the asshole no i mean that's kind of exactly what i said yeah yeah i don't think that girl's the asshole she should definitely she should drop that friend that's not a nice friend it's not a true friend very mean this story says am i the asshole for not giving up my seat so a couple could sit together i don't even have to read this story i'm gonna say no <laughs> but i'm gonna read it anyways i was recently widowed and it was my first trip away on my own I decided to go to a flower show and I booked a seat on a tour bus day trip to view to view the winning gardens. I know the bus was fully booked, so I knew I would need to sit next to someone I didn't know. As I sometimes get motion sickness, I arrived early to get on the bus so I could choose a window seat, which gave me a good view. The bus filled, and when the last two people, a couple, got on, they looked around the bus for two spare seats, and when they discovered that there was only two single seats left on the bus, they approached me and asked if I would move so that they could sit together. My response was that I would only move if I had a window seat. I didn't mention my motion sickness. I felt quite fragile as I was now traveling alone. They gave me filthy looks and then approached the only other single lady who agreed to give up her seat and move next to me. I felt uncomfortable throughout the trip whenever I passed them getting on and off the bus and couldn't really tell what the other passengers who heard the exchange thought, but no one spoke to me throughout the day. Should I have just given up my seat to avoid this tense situation? I'm sure it will happen again. FYI, I'm an Australian. I don't know. <laughs> what does Australian have to do with it? That's kind of funny. I don't think this person is the asshole at all because especially if you're like, if you're booking a plane or whatever, I always choose my seat because I know where I'm going to want to sit and I would never expect somebody else who got there before me or who booked a seat before me to change it for me. It's like, you don't even know me, right? If you want to sit with your husband or whatever, then you should have gotten there earlier or you should book two seats together. Like, 
that's not her fault. She was there. She picked her own seat and she wants the window because she wants to look out the window so she feels better. Like, no, people are so weird. Unless it's literally the same seat, like you're switching a window seat with somebody else in a window seat or vice versa. Aisle seat with aisle seat. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's weird. You don't have to accommodate strangers. Maybe I'm the asshole. Who knows? So this one says, am I the asshole for refusing to go to my best friend's wedding? Me and my best friend, let's call her Amy, have been inseparable since we were young children. When we were 14, she started dating this boy. Let's call him James. So Amy and James were great together for a long time, but I don't like him. First of all, he was very racist towards me. I remember when we were alone, when I was like 16, he called me the N-word, and how I was lucky that I was allowed to be near Amy. His family was just as bad as I remember, going to their house, and them calling me the maid instead of my name, and Amy telling me horrible things they said about Asian people. After all of this, he was just behaving really strangely. He would make Amy text him 24-7, always updating him on what she was doing. If he couldn't contact her, he would ring me and text me. These were times I had to cover for her, just so she could have time alone. He then started policing what she would wear and what she ate. He'd call her fat and make her eat a healthy diet of one apple a day until she was his desired weight. There was just a lot of really horrible things that he did that I can't talk about as well. So I get a call saying that they're getting married and Amy wants me to be her head bridesmaid. Now I would do anything for Amy, but after years of me telling her that James is not the one and trying to get her to see the truth, I couldn't bring myself to say that I would be her bridesmaid. I told her I couldn't support this marriage and that I wouldn't go. I said she needs to open her eyes before she ruins her life. This sent her to tears and she was sobbing and shouting asking me why I was being like this. The problem is, after 10 years of them being together and me witnessing this abuse, my compassion is gone. I ended up getting really angry back and telling her that I can't be her friend anymore while she's still with James and to message me if they ever break up. I don't know what to do because I feel like an asshole. I feel like I was too mean and shouldn't have said what I did as it is her life. No, no, you're not the asshole. First of all, she's not a good friend. You shouldn't be her friend anyways. Because like, all right, if someone's partner is, this is what I've learned. If someone's friends or partner make racist jokes or just terrible jokes or like or make homophobic jokes and stuff like that it says a lot about that person like it says a lot about your friend amy right in this situation it says a lot about this girl's friend amy because if amy's okay with him being racist and saying this fucked up shit to her even when they were kids and as they get older that that behavior is excused by amy i would say that she is she doesn't like she doesn't care about racism she could even be racist herself you know, just to use my own experience, I had a friend who made some new friends who would make like homophobic jokes and stuff like that. And I don't like homophobic people and I have gay friends and I and I'm transgender. Like, I don't think those are funny, especially when they're coming from a malicious place. So it said a lot about my friend who is friend with me, a trans man. But he has friends who makes who make homophobic jokes and whatever other fucking jokes they could have possibly made. So uh, it's you know it's not for me. You excuse that behavior. It's not for me. I can't be your friend. Like it seems like you're kind of cool with homophobia, and uh, I don't roll that way. So yeah, this is just a person like that is not a good friend. And this is general advice for anybody. Just reading this story and like a person who wants to police what you wear or what you eat or anything like that if you're in a relationship with a person like that that's not normal and that is like abuse that is abuse uh they're they're controlling you and that's not a healthy relationship to have with anybody i just thought it would be good to throw in here if you're in that situation that's not normal and it's not okay because people like uh this girl's friend amy get stuck in those situations and they think it's normal and it's not normal. So I think this person is a really good friend, actually, for trying to 
tell her that she's in a bad relationship, but some people can never see that. So the only thing you can do is literally say it <laughs> and your friend can do whatever they want with that information. But that relationship sounds really, really bad. So I think she made a good decision of saying, no, I'm not going to be there supporting your marriage when I know what he does to you. And I'm just not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to your fucking wedding. So fuck off. And this person said, not the asshole. It's tough love, but good on you for taking a stand. Amy's in too deep to listen to you, but she'll remember your words when she needs your help the most. And that was actually our last Am I the Asshole story. So now I have LGBTQ stories. We've got a lot of stories going on here today. So this one says, this is the story of my first romantic experience. A couple of years ago, I started dating my now ex-girlfriend. At that moment, I wasn't that open about my gender identity since I was still trying to educate myself more about the idea of of gender as a whole. After having a tough conversation with myself, I was ready to come out to her as a non-binary trans FTM person. Let's just say that she wasn't really happy with the idea of me not being her girlfriend anymore, but more like a partner. She bullied and harassed me into believing that I was in fact mentally ill and that I was going to be alone if other people found out about my identity. She then started to accentuate my femininity more, talking about me being a princess or something, which was pretty much the weirdest thing ever since I had already expressed the discomfort of being treated like that. She started to tell me that my short hair was ugly and made me look horrible, that I should let it grow a lot more, that I should use skirts more often, more revealing clothing, to which she said disgusting comments about my body, that I should just talk in a more traditionally feminine way to look more appealing to other people. Because I'm a people pleaser and had a really low self-esteem back then, I agreed, even if I was clearly uncomfortable, and I was afraid of being alone, to say the least. Luckily, we broke up a few months after her speaking about how awful of a person I am for trying to quote-unquote sabotage our relationship and other stuff. Since then, I started to wear more masculine clothing because I started associating skirts and dresses to anxiety and being sad. Nowadays, I'm more confident about how I present myself, but I can't help remember her comments, making me feel like I should go back to hoodies and cover my body more often. Yeah, that's an, that is another example of a bad relationship, uh, especially when you come out and like telling you what to wear or whatever or how to look or just like just I don't think you should ever be saying that to somebody that you love it's not uh, it's not nice at all I'm glad you got away from this person because that's just a sign of total manipulation and controlling and it's not you don't ever want to be with a person like that ever and just the comments that they make about your body and stuff especially when you already came out and you already expressed how you feel about like about yourself and whatever it is that you said and for someone to be ignorant and ignore that or purposely go out of their way to like call you princess and stuff or like telling you to be more feminine it's just not no like who are you to tell me what to do with myself you know what i'm saying so nah fuck that fuck that person people like that make me want to scream <laughs> that's that pisses me off so i'm glad you got away nobody don't I'm glad that you realized that before you stayed with that person for, for a long time. It might take time for you to get used to wearing specific things because, uh, you know, this person probably gave you some trauma about it and just linked it with anxiety and stuff like that. But uh, time always makes things better. Sorry, my camera is dying for anybody who's watching the video. The next two stories are just going to not be my face. So uh, congratulations, you don't have to deal with my face. This next story says, I'm a big fan of your YouTube channel and podcast. I wanted to share with you what happened to me today. My sister had an online class today. She's a psychology student, and I don't know what the class is called, but they talked about sexual development in children. I didn't hear the whole thing, but suddenly they started talking about trans community and trans kids. Some student asked the professor what she thought about parents who raise their children without a gender and let them discover it by themselves. 
The professor said that she thinks that this is unnatural and kept repeating that gender isn't something you can choose. It's what you were given at birth and that's it. I was disgusted, but that's not the end. The other student talked about some transphobic doctor that quote unquote found the reason why trans kids think they're trans. And of course, she agreed with that doctor. And apparently that doctor said that trans kids act like the opposite gender because it's a trauma response or because they're imitating their parents, whatever the fuck that means. And of course, instead of teaching her class, she continued to give her awful opinion on the trans community, how it is unnatural to choose your gender. And we're supposed to act like what we were assigned at birth and how the trans community has now invented the third gender and how it's confusing kids. I assume she was thinking about non-binary, but she wasn't educated enough to know about that word. She kept on going. Nobody stopped her. And what's even worse is that my sister was totally chill about it. I had an argument with her about it because she doesn't understand why I'm so upset about it and then just said that I'm a hysteric fighter for human rights. I didn't come out to her as agender and now I have a reason more not to. I can't believe that these kind of people have working licenses and can talk about those things without consequences. I'm sorry if this affected you in a bad way. It's truly awful, but I just wanted to hear your opinion about it. No, honestly, some teachers, there. I think you guys would be, your minds would be blown at the amount of teachers who give their shitty opinions to kids in class. And I think it's so, I think that should be off limits completely. Especially when it's something like this or like, uh, or like about race or anything like that or about sexuality and stating like wrong facts because you're stating wrong facts about trans people, right? What if there's a trans kid in your class, right? You're teaching these kids the wrong thing about transgender people. So I would be angry too because that's fucking, that's stupid. She's also confusing gender with sex. But they always love to do that because they're not educated. They think it's a third gender. They don't know what non-binary is. They don't know what they're talking about ever. So it's just like these types of things shouldn't be shared with a class. I've had multiple teachers when I was a kid too, like share their really dumb opinions. And it just it, like, it doesn't have to be, it's not needed. Like, you can obviously share your opinions in class, but not, there's a fucking, there's a fine line between what you should and shouldn't share. I don't know, some of these teachers are whack. <laughs> some of them are whack as fuck. So, now nah, I don't blame you for being mad and bothered by it. Your sister shouldn't be chill with it either because teacher literally doesn't know what she's talking about she or he's talking about i don't think you're just a hysteric fighter for human rights i think you have a brain unlike a handful of some other people i think a bunch of people who are listening right now would agree with you too so uh, a little ego booster for you this last story is a funny one and it says one of my favorites was when i was maybe 10 or 11 and at the time i had short hair and i wore stereotypical masculine clothes i often got mistaken for a boy the story starts when i was at a skate park one day I was skating until this guy came up to me, maybe a little bit younger, and he said something like, Hey dude, what's your name? I panicked. He was perceiving me as a guy. My stupid brain frantically was trying to come up with a name, and when I blurted out, guess. He pauses to think, and then said, Is it Brian? I replied, Yeah, wow, how did you guess that? My name is Brian. He was honestly convinced I was a guy, and we continued to talk and skate together. I was so ecstatic, I immediately told one of my friends after. He didn't think a lot about it, but it meant so much more to me. Even though my heart rate was going through the roof, it was honestly one of the most euphoric moments of my life, finally being perceived as a guy. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is, this one just made me laugh out loud, uh, <laughs> because it just reminded me of me, and it's so funny, like, wow, yeah, how did you guess that my name was Brian, that shit killed me. <laughs> honestly, would have done the same thing. There was this one time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add in my own story because I always have to, right? There was this one time that, there was one time that my friend, I think I was around like 10 or 11 as well, I was younger, and she was talking about 
like girls and getting their periods and stuff and she was like oh like i wish i was a guy so i wouldn't have to deal with that and then my eyes lit up and i was like what what she also wishes she was a guy because like i knew from a really young age and i was like what i was like whoa really me too like being a guy would be so awesome and so cool and i started like listing off reasons why it would be so much better to be a guy and how i feel like a guy and all this stuff and then she was like i no, like i just wish i didn't have my period and i was like oh uh and i don't know what the fuck that was at the time i didn't experience that i was like yeah like yeah it sucks like periods suck or whatever <laughs> it's just like I thought she related to me and she didn't. I also thought Beyonce related to me too because she sang the song If I Was a Boy, If I Were a Boy, and um, thought it was normal. But uh, but uh, nope, it's, it's, I don't think it's that. I don't think any of that was normal because I'm transgender. So uh, yeah, congratulations, Brian. Hope you change your name to Brian. <laughs> no, don't. Anyways, yeah, so that was the last story. And um I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun with it. I really love reading this this subreddit. It's just sometimes I do it in my spare time because it's fun. Maybe I should become a full-time Redditor because I like it so much. Uh, anyways, yeah, if you want to send a story, you can send them to outspokensam at gmail.com. And I might read one of yours at the end of my podcast. So love all you guys very much. Hope you have a really great week. And I will see you next week with a new episode. All right, goodbye.